Two Humorous Nurses with Kelly and Alicia. The, the podcast that capitalises on a good thing. <laughs> Welcome to Two Humorous Nurses, the podcast that brings you funny, informal, conversational chat about all things nursing. After how incredibly my birth story was received by our listeners, in case you haven't listened, it's episode 24, we had a lot of you asking about Kelly's birth story with her daughter Amelia. Kelly, you alluded to some of the events, but we want the whole story. So uh, if your old brain can manage it, can you recall it for us, please? Um, yeah. First, I want to start just by saying that um, my pregnancy and birth story isn't like happy. I had a few complications and a premature birth. So um, it's all good now, obviously. She's absolutely fine, eight and a half and sassy as ever but if this isn't for you or it might not be the right time for you just skip it we'll see you next episode we don't say that often <laughs> no okay it's not a warning it's just a like content note can you tell us how you found out you got you're pregnant yeah so my, <laughs> my sister-in-law is gonna kill me for this but <laughs> we used to have noodle lunch dates so we would go to like this shopping center uh, food court and have like noodle soup from there right and she had my um like she'd already had um, a child, she was two, my little niece, Caitlin. Yeah, I'd gone to see her for lunch and as you do when you're just two gross humans talking about bodily discharges and stuff, we were just talking about random women things. Right. And um, she's like, maybe you're pregnant. Like they're all the symptoms that I had when I was pregnant and I was like, oh, like what are the chances? I only just took my implant on out a couple, like six weeks or so seven weeks before. So you just decided. Yeah, like we'd yeah. just been married and we, you know, we'd taken the implant on out and had some testings done to make sure my bloods are okay. And yep. we were just having fun. Like we weren't, it was nothing serious, mm. you know. Just practising. Just practising. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't think so. Like my period's not even due for like four days or five days. So, you know, whatever. But I did buy a pregnancy test just in case. That and day? Or? Yeah, that day. Okay. Yeah, while well, I was with her. Yeah. And we we're walking around and then she's like, oh, I might as well just tell you, but like I'm eight, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I just thought you were fat, mate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so we went and like it was great. Like she was like four or five weeks pregnant or something. And I was really happy for her because yeah. I knew they sort of wanted a baby. Um, sort of? Or they? Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> I don't know if they were trying, but, you know, like yeah, I, yeah, they yeah. wanted a second. Yeah. So I went home and like Cam and I had already arranged that night because it was um, a Saturday to have um, like a date night that night. So we're going to watch a movie and have like our favourite dinner. And yeah, so I kept running upstairs to try and pee on a snit on the stick, right? Because I was like, oh, I couldn't pee all afternoon because I needed to. (laughs) And then I'd chug some water and I just ran upstairs. And then of course I couldn't pee and I just obviously done like a few drips on it. And I was like, just put the lid on and put it in the drawer and didn't worry about it. And then went down, chugged him a water. He's like, are you right? And I said, oh, I just had a really salty lunch. <laughs> and then I raced back upstairs and pulled out the stick that I already peed on and there was like the plus sign. And I was like, oh, but I'd left it too long. So I was like, oh, I'll pee on the other yeah, stick. Yeah. So I like squeezed out a pee and I'm only trying and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> and boom, straight away, like plus sign. And I was like, oh, my God. So like I run downstairs and I like show Cam. He's like, what is that? And I was like, it's a fucking pregnancy test. And he's like, are you pregnant? And he like, was too young yes, to know what I'm pre- it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, like we're pregnant. And he's like, oh, wow, like that was easy. And I was like, I know. <laughs> like, um, and it was funny because. It's funny how proud they get. Don't yeah, you reckon? Yeah, like, you know, my spammies work. Yeah. And I, um, I that morning had dropped by my dad and stepmoms because I had, I said to myself, I have something to give you. 
um, like a little gift. So I'm going to drop in on the way to meeting Jess. And, you know, like my stepmom's like quite um, psychic. Like yeah, she yeah. has all these like, you yeah. know, premonitions and stuff. Yeah, we love H on the yeah. podcast. And so, <laughs> and so all I had was a coffee mug with France on it because they were going to France. Like they just booked a trip for France for their like 25th wedding anniversary. Okay. So. I was buying like all these little France things for her. Mm. So apparently when I gave her the cup, she was like super disappointed. That was, <laughs> oh, she didn't tell me at the time. But when we rang that night, like I sent her a picture of the positive pregnancy mm. test and like rang her. Mm. And she said, I swear to God this morning, I said to your father, Kelly's pregnant. That's why she's coming over to show us. And when I handed her that mug, she fucking was like, oh, God, is that all? She's like, but you're pregnant. Did you know this morning? And I was like, no, I have no idea. <laughs> She's like, oh, I knew it. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So it was really like early, obviously. Mm. Like, um, and we went. I spoke to one of the doctors at work, like the anaesthetist, and I was like, can I just, can you write me a blood form so I can just get some testing done before we like go tell everyone? I peed on about seven sticks, and they were all positive. <laughs> oh my god. And he's like, righto. So writes me a form out, and then I go to my GP, and I was like, oh, I had blood tests done. He's like, why did you have? Like HCG. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Right. I was like pregnant. So I went and had a scan and everything and it was all fine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was pretty uneventful. The first trimester I was really uh, like I had headaches, really terrible headaches. Mm-hmm. So I had some acupuncture and that got rid of oh, that. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that while you're pregnant. Yeah. You have to go somewhere like it's special. Yeah. It can bring on labor apparently. Yeah, so yeah. I told them I was pregnant while I was, ha- while yeah. I was having it and stuff. Did you find out at your 20-week scan or on any of the yeah, tests that you Yeah, so at like, um, I want to say maybe 16 weeks, I got sick. I had like um, a cold which turned into pneumonia mm. and I was in hospital. I was admitted to hospital for a week with um, really severe pneumonia. Had you ever had a severe chest infection like that before you, nah. even when you were pregnant? Before you nah. were pregnant? No. Nah. No. So I... And I was sick, like I was febrile. I'd gone to the doctors multiple times. I was sucking down the ventilator like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And eventually one day I said to Cam, I can't walk up the stairs to go to the toilet because mm-hmm. we have like an upstairs, downstairs house mm-hmm. with a spiral staircase. An upstairs, downstairs house. Yeah. A double story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I said to him, I can't breathe to go up the stairs to pee, but I have to be downstairs for water. So I was like... <laughs> So I said, can you, on your way to work, drop me at Dad and H's house because I don't feel safe being home by myself because I was getting past, like I was really getting dizzy and lightheaded. Mm -hmm. And so he drops me off there and like my stepmom took one look at me and was like, oh, no. So she rang the hospital and they were like, you need to go to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I was like burning up and like couldn't breathe and coughing my guts up, peeing my pants. I just freely peed my pants because I couldn't hold it in like I was Aww. like someone bring me some pull-ups because like Aww. on the way to my dad's out of coughing fit and I said to Cam I think I just peed on your seat Aww, <laughs> Kelly. um and then yeah so then I ended up being admitted to hospital for a week I it was due to have the scan the anatomy scan at the end of that week did they scan you at all while you were pregnant well uh, while you <laughs> did they <Nah. laughs> while you were in hospital nah. they didn't even care that i was pregnant i yeah, kept saying nah. to them, can i have that medication am i allowed to have that i'm pregnant i'm pregnant i'm pregnant i'm pregnant because oh, i didn't even look pregnant all oh, right and so yeah so then we did well, i basically discharged myself from the hospital to go have the scan because i right. tried to move the scan from where it was to the hospital mm-hmm. so I, but no one would i couldn't do it so 
um, I had I'd been sick for weeks and weeks, and I was yeah. just like, I need something to yeah. cling to. Yeah, of course. Um, and so the doctor said, well, I don't want you to go, but if you're going to go, go and just come back if you can't cope. Gave me some oral antibiotics to take home and yeah, um, instructions to follow up with like the respiratory doctor. And how many weeks were you at this point? Six, uh, no. So by the time I got out of hospital, I was like 19 and a half weeks. Yeah. So we went and had the anatomy scan and I <laughs> like, you need a full bladder. I'm like, impossible. <laughs> I said, it's, impo- it's going to be impossible because I'll have the full bladder and I'll cough and I will pee everywhere. Oh. And I was trying to say this in what was a very crowded waiting room to the receptionist he's like you have to drink a liter of water and i'm like next mm, okay <laughs> thank god i put like the biggest pad from the hospital oh in my, my pants like you <laughs> pull from the medical water i was just like oh god so and I they do in. the pre and post mixturition yeah. like on the um kuvs yeah. and stuff and be like pre zero <laughs> i was just like this is not good um anyway it was fine though and she's like do you want to know the sex and I was like, yeah. And I had Cam decided, had Cam agreed with that? Yeah. Yep. Um, I think because we just wanted some control mm. over it. Like I felt like I'd lost control of everything and your bladder, especially. My, especially my bladder. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, I was, we were so sure it was a boy. So we, the nickname for the baby was Tolly, Toledo. Okay. Um, so we'd always call it like baby Tolly and I, just we just assumed it was going to be a boy like we talked about it like it was a boy I didn't hadn't even considered the thought that it would be a girl we used to call Ollie bingo yeah yeah it's like you always come up with a little name yeah. and Toledo's like a personal in joke between me and Cam which I will right. not go into on okay. here but it's just something that we you guys have so many in jokes that I I just I don't have never even asked about them yeah, you guys always say something like your favorite deputy or something yeah and I have no idea deputy. what the fuck that means <laughs> Um, and it's not it's not even worth explaining because right. <laughs> yeah, cause I, it wouldn't be funny to me no, or it wouldn't no. be, yeah. You'd be like, oh, cool story. Yeah, great. No one cares. That's why I've never asked you because yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. <laughs> um, anyway, continue. Yeah, so she's doing it and she's like, it's a girl. And I was How like. How did you feel? Oh, I said, no, check again. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, it's definitely a girl. Def- no penis. No, yeah. she's like, see these two lines? It's like labia and I was like mm, okay <laughs> so Cam was excited that it was a girl and I was oh I think I was so sick that I actually didn't care I was just glad that it mm. had all its bits and mm. there was no concerns or anything yeah. like that I think that skin you get you do get well I mean if everything's normal it is a big relief like mm. and <laughs> so I remember thinking I don't care if it's got one kidney yeah. like I, I'd be happy with one kidney yeah. or or you know if it's got one arm that's okay as long yeah. as it's you know it's still got the main bits, I guess. I, I just wanted to be a football mum, not a dance mum. Oh. So, okay. really, that's what I was like. I don't want to go to dance concerts. Oh, yeah, funny. Good. I've been to too many dance concerts. Um, yeah, so that was like, that was fun. And yeah. telling everyone it was a girl was pretty fun. Like, that was mm, exciting. That would be fun. Too. Um, and then, obviously, we had to pick girl names, which was fun. But anyway. And then... Yeah, so then everything cruised along pretty well in that time from when I got um, over the pneumonia. I went to New Zealand for a week to see a friend and I had a hens party that we that I'd like a weekend away, which is great when everyone was drunk. It was an mm. Irish hens party, so oh. I missed out on all the drinking. Damn it. I was the responsible one going, I'm going to go to the berry farm at 9am if anyone's coming and they'd been at the pub until 2. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody coming? Okay. <laughs> I'll bring you back some berries. Yeah. 
28 weeks. It was the 2nd of January. I had my um, appointment at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And is that like to book in for the birth? No, this is just your monthly check. So oh, okay. um, I went from my GP to the hospital. Oh, the midwife or something? Yeah. So yeah. you go to the clinic. Yeah. And it was um, 20, 20, 20 weeks, 24 weeks, and then 28 weeks. And then I don't know after that because yeah. it all went to shit. <laughs> so it was the 2nd of January and I had plans to like go see my auntie in the afternoon. So I go into the hospital early. When you go in there, you weigh yourself, test your urine yourself oh, okay. and they teach you how to do that. Yeah. And then you go see the nurse, they do your blood pressure and then they decide. Didn't whether teach you, you to do that. You no. <laughs> and then they decide whether you see the obstetrician or the midwife. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that sometimes it's like you're in and out. So like my 24 week, I was in and out and they listen to the heartbeat and everything. The midwife mm. checks everything. Yeah. And, um, but my blood pressure was, um, so they did like an, on an old school, I'm going to pump up and the mercury pumps up and then it dropped down. So I don't think that was mercury. I think it was a line, but anyway, I could see it was like <laughs> 140 on 90 mm-hmm. and I was like, geez, that's high for me. And she's like, oh yeah, it's high. And I was, so she did it again and it was still just as high. And I was like, I've been in hospital like, you know, a couple of months ago and I'd never got above 120 and mm. like, you know, and she's like, yeah, no, that's fine. You'll see the doctor today. Mm-hmm. So I took a seat in the waiting area and I waited and I waited. And then the doctor, I, go, I get in to see the doctor. So he allocated teams. So I was like on a Wednesday team, which is like gold team or something. <laughs> so I saw the doctor and she's like, oh, this isn't that good. Um, like it's not, you know, pre- it's high. You shouldn't have high blood pressure in pregnancy. And she wanted me to have blood tests and everything. And then she was calling people and I said, oh, like what are you what are you thinking? And she's like, oh, I'm we're, I'm wondering if it's um, like pregnancy induced hypertension or if it's PE. And I said to That's her, "That's preeclampsia for no. those of you." Maybe. I said to her, "Oh, I'm not having any more scans. I've had so many X-rays on your lungs. And, uh, yeah, and I said, I'm not having <laughs> another scan. I don't have any signs of PE." And she's like, "Your blood pressure's elevated." And I said, what are you talking about? And she's like, preeclampsia. And I said, oh, I was thinking pulmonary embolism. I'm like, I'm an adult nurse, not a baby nurse or a maternal nurse. And she, because they knew I was a nurse. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. Okay, that's a little different. And then so then she explained to me (laughs) what it was. (laughs) So I had to go around to the assessment unit and have um, uh, like a BP cycling Mm -hmm. thing over a couple of hours. And they checked baby out and had blood tests and everything. And I got admitted to the hospital, but in this time my phone had died and I had nobody's phone numbers. Mm. Cam was in a Canberra because he'd gone away to summer nats and I had no way of getting hold of anybody. Because he's a car detailer, not because he's a feral <laughs> bogan. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I was like in the hospital thinking, what the, I don't know what to do. Like, anyway, so it was fine. I sorted it out, got admitted, put me on tons of drugs. And then after a few days, I got to go home. Meanwhile, though, on that admission, the next day, my sister-in-law messages me and says, my waters are broken and I'm coming to the hospital via ambulance. And I was like, oh, you have to one-up me, you stupid bitch. Was she full term by that point? No. So I was 28 weeks and she was 31 weeks. <gasps> yeah. So okay. um, they managed to like stop. She wasn't in labor. Her water had just burst. Yeah. Um, so they took her into, uh, so we're in the same hospital, different wards, unfortunately. Right. And she was on bed rest and, you know, watch and. Yeah. 
I got to go home after a couple of days, but she was still stuck in there. But I went back to the hospital three times a week for blood pressure monitoring and blood tests. Mm -hmm. And on the other two days, a midwife came to my house and tested my pee. And were you on medication? Heaps. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to take it six hours. I had to wake in the middle of the night. Just antihypertensives or diuretics? Yeah, antihypertensives, um, vitamin D, high dose vitamin D, magnesium. Like I had like six or seven tablets to take. Yeah, it was insane. Um, and and then, so had they confirmed the diagnosis of um, so preeclampsia? They, they started because all my bloods were okay. Mm-hmm. They said that I just had pregnancy-induced hypertension. Mm-hmm. So no protein in your no urine? No protein in my yeah. urine, no other symptoms. Yeah. And my blood levels in, and kidney function was okay. Yeah. So then I had regular, regular monitoring. Um, and about that for three weeks, um, in that three weeks, I probably went into hospital three times to have medication changes. So a couple mm-hmm. of... Um, like overnighters and stuff just to have the the dosage changed. Yep. And then um, on one of the Fridays, I, yeah, I went in and my scan was showing her cord pressure was becoming more elevated and right. she'd started to lose a lot of abdominal circumference. Um, so lost weight. Yep. So preeclampsia, it... Uh, what what happens? So is it something to do with the, the placenta? So you, that's I th- right. Think it, I don't fully understand it because I never googled it because um, right. <laughs> I was like very conscious of not um, yeah making myself anxious about yeah, anything. Of so I had to stop work and I was basically um, told not to do anything yeah. it, um, extren- extraneous. Yeah. So um, I didn't fuck all really. Yeah. So the, it's basically the placenta starts to fail. Yeah. Is that right? yeah. Yeah. So the placenta fails and it increases and I don't know if there's a hormone release or something. So it puts my blood pressure up, but it puts pressure on the baby mm-hmm. as well. And the only way to cure it is to deliver the baby. Yeah. So initially it was just pregnancy induced hypertension by week two. It was um, preeclampsia. Yeah. And, but with minor only had minor changes, mm-hmm. never had any protein in my mm-hmm. urine. I was checking my urine at home every day as well. Yeah. And when they discovered that the cord pressure had gone up and yeah. that she had lost weight. What- so in that last week, so that week three, um, I'd had ultrasounds every time I was in the hospital and there was starting to show signs sure. of um, like restricted growth mm-hmm. and cord pressures elevating. Mm-hmm. So I went in on, on a Friday and I always went with a packed bag and I knew to get there super early because there was this one parking area that you could park in. It was like $3 for 24 hours. So right. if I ever got admitted, I was okay with yeah. the cars there. Like. Yeah. And um, and so, yeah, so I went in and, and they all freaked out really. Firstly, because my blood pressure was through the roof. I felt How fine. How high are we talking? Oh, like 180 right. on 90-ish. Mm. And then... Um, then the cord and that's pressure, on all the drugs. On all the drugs, yeah. yeah. And the cord pressure and apparently there was some changes in my blood. Right. So she, yeah, so the I had to wait for the consultant to come down and she basically said the baby needs to come. You need to be admitted. We need to get some steroids into you. So how many weeks? I was 31 and three days. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we want to try and get you as far as we can, but you have to be in hospital now. And so I just burst into tears and said, can I please just go home for one night? <laughs> <laughs> why? Like, why? And I said, I don't know. I just need to go home. <laughs> like I felt very out of control. Yeah, for and sure. in that whole time, I'd been very controlled. Mm-hmm. I had maintained like a full nursing mode about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah, she turned around, and and I think the reality of it that it was I wasn't going to make it much further mm. kicked in, and that your baby was still quite small. Yeah, and, yeah. And so I got in the car, 
and I burst into tears and I rang Cam. And it's the only time I ever rang Cam crying after an appointment. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'll come home. And I was like, there's no point. I'll wait till I can drive and then I'll go home. And mm-hmm. I just went home and packed a bag and, and did was the dishes. Was he still at Summer Nuts? No, he, well, no, no. Because oh, okay. this is like the end of January. Yeah, right. Yeah. He was, um, he was just at work. Yeah. And he came home and we just sort of had a chat and um, we went to bed and one o'clock I woke up uh, with a cranking headache mm. and I knew like I just knew I was going to have to go to hospital but yep. I got in the shower and I took some Panadol and just because <laughs> you to... knew when you got to ED and said I got a headache <laughs> well I didn't even have to say, go to have ED. you taken any Panadol no, I didn't have, <laughs> I had, like my file was in the assessment unit all I had to do was ring the desk and they would like literally there's a bed for me right um because I was in this pile of like crazy mums that went home when they should have been in hospital so <laughs> I um yeah so I woke him up a, at about they have a special draw yeah, for you people yeah, that's right I woke him up about 3 30 and said you, we need to go to the hospital and I rang them and they were like have you checked your blood pressure and I said I'm too scared <laughs> to check and she's like all right come on in yeah um and she said had you checked your urine and I was like yeah and there was like still nothing in it and yeah. she's like I said but I have I feel crap and my head is killing me so we got in there and, um, like, it was a mad rush. There was um, resident ready to just whip me under for a section and another bit more senior doctor saying, let's give her a chance to take some drugs. There was all this discussion at the foot of my bed and I'm like, about whether, I'm oh, here. Okay. Like, <laughs> about, about whether to stall. Or yeah, so my, when okay. I got in there, my blood pressure was over 200 systolic. Right. So they were like, do we try and give her drugs? Mm-hmm. To see if we can bring it down. And give her a spinal, that'll take it down. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, yeah, so they did give me drugs and they gave me an injection of steroid in my butt yeah. to help her lungs yeah. develop. Um, and really they'd like you to wait another 24 hours to have a second injection and then 24 hours after that for the, wow. you to be like. Um, They'll just section you straight away. They wouldn't, um, they wouldn't induce you. Well, the plan then was that that was, yeah, like they were discussing whether or not at that point. So this is early hours of Saturday morning yep. of what they would do. So I called my stepmom who just literally comes straight in and yep. she sat there with me and Cam and um, we just, I just said, I'll do whatever is best for the baby at that point. Um, but I responded really, really good to the drugs, like really good. My blood pressure yep. came down. I started to feel, they give me Panadol 4 and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> off my head. Like, it was great. I felt like, I felt really good. That's good. Um, so I went to the ward. In this time, my sister-in-law had had the baby at <laughs> 33 weeks. She oh managed; They managed God. to hold her off for two weeks. Um, and it was funny because I'd been in the assessment, the assessment unit and birthing suites were in the same area. Okay. And Cam and I had been in there having my assessment and we were just about to leave. And I thought, I knew Jess had gone to the birthing suite that morning. I thought, I'll just ring and see where they are. But my brother was already ringing me because once you leave the doors, they, they lock behind yeah, you. And I thought, yeah. I'm, I'm in here. Yeah. I'm like, come, where are you? I'll come to you. And so he came and grabbed me and we burst into the room and like Jess's legs are in the air in stirrups and the baby's on her belly. Oh, my God. She literally just had it. Had literally just had it. And the midwife said, you can't be in here. And you know what I said? I'm a patient because I still had my thing. I thought, what the fuck is that like? And my sister-in-law, like Jess was like, she's fine, she's fine. And I ran over and I was like, oh, my God. And my brother goes, we stole your baby name. I'm so sorry. It's Matilda. Because I always said growing up if I, I'd have a cow or a kid and yeah. I'd call it Matilda. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I actually have forgotten about that. You can have that name. Oh. And so, yeah, so it was great. I got to see like Matilda like literally minutes, minutes after she was born. Wow. 
which was really nice. But um, <laughs> and then I never saw her again because you're not allowed in the NICU. Like oh, in yeah, yeah. Western Australia, you can only be in the NICU right. if you're a grandparent or the parent. Yeah. Um, yeah, so everything calmed down and so I got admitted to the ward and it was a long weekend because it was Australia Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just hung out there having scans twice a day, um, heaps of Dopplers. Like every time they did my obs, they did Dopplers mm-hmm. to make sure she was okay. Um, she wasn't moving much by that point, like hardly at all like I the Dopplers were just as much for my sanity as they were to check Mm -hmm. on her the cord pressures were getting worse each time like I could read them on the screen by that point because yeah I was just a pro at it yeah yeah. (laughs) um and then on the Monday which was a public holiday the I'd gone down for a scan and the I'd had the same sonographer for like the whole last three days and he's like oh yeah like it's still high it's a bit higher and her abdominal circumference had dropped by like nearly a centimetre and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this isn't good. Um, and the teams did a round, whoever was the on-call team, which wasn't my team, and he's like, the consultant, he's like, flicks through my file and just goes, you can go home. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm not going home. Her core pressures were elevated today. My blood pressure is still fluctuating. I said, I'm not going home. And he's like, you've got no protein in your and go home. You haven't had protein in your year and your whole pregnancy. Yeah, and I said, I'm not I'm not going home. You don't need the beds. Mm. My team will be in tomorrow morning. They can send me home <laughs> then. And I'm glad that I had the balls to stand Damn up to straight. him. And I said, I'm not going home. I don't feel great. I'm not going home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, at least get home, at least go on home leave. It's the bank holiday. And I'm like, Why does oh, he care? you're old. He said, I've looked up to thousands of nurses with this and um, thousands of <laughs> patients with this and they'll be fine. And I was like, oh. so I went home. Um, like Cam just took me leave. back to my dad and stepmom's house. It was fucking hot. It was so hot. And I just snoozed on the couch at my dad's house in the aircon for a few hours and then took me back to the hospitals. I was feeling like shit. Mm. That night, because um, I had four hourly obs like constantly, mm-hmm. so around midnight they came in to do my obs and I was so used to it. I was chucking, yeah. oh, I didn't even care. And I didn't even wake up, but I woke up because someone was taking blood from me. <laughs> it was like the light was on and I was like, what is going on? And as soon as I opened my eyes, so when they when you have preeclampsia, they ask you about, do you have abdo pain? Mm-hmm. Do you have a headache? Do you have flashing, you know, like those little flashing things in yeah, your yeah. eyes and ankle swelling and something else, mm-hmm. like the urine, the protein in urine, which I kept checking myself in hospital. And as soon as I opened my eyes... I had all the flashy, floaty oh. things. And I looked at the doctor and I said, oh, God, that light. And he goes, what do you, what? And I was like, my eyes, there's all things. And he goes, you need to test your urine right now. Like, you need to go pee. And that was fine. You can pee every, whenever you asked when you're Just pregnant. Just cough or pee. <laughs> and, um, so I peed and I had three pluses of protein. Shit. And I was like, oh, here we go. That's because that asshole doctor didn't yeah. me home for the day. So the blood pressure was like really high so they had to take him bloods and then I was like do I need to call Cam like what do you what's the plan he goes we're just going to wait for these bloods I'm ringing the consultant and we'll work out what we're going to do but you'll be moved to the birthing suite soon yeah and I was like so it's go time like I said to the nurse is this it like do I need to ring Cam what am I doing and Cam's dad had come over to stay with Cam because he was needing some support Mm -hmm. as well so ring Cam and he comes in it's about 4 30 or 5 30 in the morning I don't know and we get go down to the birthing suite. And um, they talk about what the plan is. And I said, 
well, what do we do? Like, what happens? And mm-hmm. they're like, well, we'll induce you. You can have a chance to go naturally. Because, again, right. I responded really well to the drugs. Sure. So I had cannulas in both arms. I had the CTG machine on. I had a blood pressure Ugh. cuff that was cycling every 15 minutes. And I was, like, trapped to the bed. Mm. And I was just like, oh. And the nurse come in and she's like, right, putting the stirrups on the bed. And I was like, what is Because <laughs> I <I'd> <laughs> had literally just finished telling her that. I'll have it. I'm absolutely pro epidural, but I'll just have it a bit later because I really don't want a catheter. Yeah. Right. And I remember the look she gave me and I didn't think much of it. And I said, can I have a shower before we do anything? Because then I'm showered. Mm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. And so I um, I jumped up, had a shower and I was coming back to the bed and she put was putting the stirrups on. And I was like, what are the stirrups for? And she said, for the induction, you're having a catheter induction. And I looked at her and I was like... <laughs> No this way. wasn't what? part of the deal. Where's the drugs? Like, <laughs> don't you just put some support, like some pessaries in or like a drip? And she's like, no, you're too sick for that. No, and we're going to stick like, a balloon in your vagina. So I was like, oh, I don't, what the fuck? What are you about to do to me? And Cam had gone downstairs to get breakfast from the like oh. cafe. And so she's like, we're going to put a 22 gauge um, if, like foley into your cervix and we're going to fill it 50 mils of fluid and then it just sits there acts like the baby's head and the plan is that that weight and pressure causes your cervix to dilate and induces labor Mm. i said that sounds fucked (laughs) and she's like says to me i said is this work and she said in cases of early preeclampsia like i was yeah she said two things happen it works and you'll know it, it'll be out, the, it'll, the balloon will fall out in six to 12 hours, no dramas. Yeah. She said, you'll have pain, it'll start yeah. or nothing, right? Because right. your cervix is either ready or it's not ready mm-hmm. at this point from the hormones. And I was like, oh, wow. So I'm like, had they there, done any prostaglandins or anything nothing. up there? Like- so they can't give you anything apparently because oh. you can't put any extra pressure on the body. Oh. So I'm like legs in the stirrups, just I'm saying to her, well, if you're doing that, can you put a urinary catheter in at the same time? So I don't want to do this again. She's like, absolutely. And I was like, thank you. And um, You didn't want any and you no, got two. <laughs> and then while she's like, she puts the speculum in and then she's like, oh, your cervix is rock hard. And oh, I was like, oh, so no. it hurt like a bitch. Oh. And she had to use an inducer to push it in. And I was like, oh, oh no. God. And I was, Cam comes in and I'm crying and my legs are in the air. And he's like, oh, I just went to get an egg and bacon roll. <laughs> It's like, oh, shit. Oh, bless you. Um, and then, yeah, so then I was just trapped. So all this is happening on my dad's birthday. Oh. So um, my dad brings morning tea in with my stepmom. I was like, well, if I'm having a baby on your birthday, you might as well be here for it. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Um, so they spent the day with me and Cam. Um, and I'm pretty sure I don't know what dad had to see, but I was so hot and so... <laughs> I could not get comfortable in a position I was comfortable. They couldn't hear the baby heartbeat. So the position they could hear the baby's heartbeat, I was not comfortable. Mm. I felt very um, attacked by the pumping of the Mm. machine and everything wrapped around me. And I I remember just trying to kick off the sheets and stuff. Like it wasn't pleasant. Mm. By the afternoon, my blood pressure started to be um, not controlled. So they decided a magnesium infusion, which is 
horrific. My best friend was there at that point right. and she'd had exactly the same thing happen in her pregnancy, mm-hmm. in her delivery, I should say, and she had magnesium. She's like, your arm is going to burn like shit for oh, 15 minutes God. and then it'll be fine. And I could have clawed my arm off. Like it took all my might to not rip that cannula. That. It was horrific. <sighs> and then I think I just started getting a bit delirious by everything because I was just At that point, wouldn't you just be like, it. give me all the drugs? Give me everything. Well, I had out. no pain. There Give me no... a GA. Pull yeah. that baby out. <laughs> there was no pain or anything. It was. I was just uncomfortable. Mm. It was hot. But sometimes that. Don't you think that that constant like agitation mm. can be sometimes worse than yeah. pathological pain? And it's boring. Who wants to sit in a birthing suite for like ten hours? If Everyone's you're not expecting... even in labour. Exactly. <laughs> everyone was so bored, right? And so then my dad, like everyone left. I sort of kicked everyone out at the end of the day. Cam was still there, but I kicked everyone out. And um. Yeah, Except, you know, it's funny hearing you talk about that, like kicking everyone out. It's so foreign to me to feel like there could yeah. be family and friends I know, around you. you couldn't have you, anyone. Yeah. I could have literally had anyone, anyone in there. Yeah. They wouldn't have cared. I um, mean, I'm glad they were there through the day. Yeah, but of yeah, um, so they all left. And then, yeah, it's just Cam and I. And the afternoon nurse just wasn't as nice as my morning nurse. She was a bit old and grumpy, and I was a bit old, like grumpy as well. So. Um, she came in and she's like, I need to do a VE. And I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't need to. I'm like, that balloon, it's not going anywhere. I've not had any cramps. Mm. It's, you're not doing a VE. Mm. It's pointless. Mm. I can tell you it's not, it hasn't come out. And I said, can you tell the doctors that I'm ready for something else? This for isn't a, working. I'm ready for a section. Thank <laughs> and you. she's like, okay. And so, and I was still waiting for a pediatrician to come and talk to me about what it would be like to have a 32 yeah. weeker. Yeah. Um, and so the doctors all came in, the obstetrician came in and he's like, we're going to schedule you for the section, mm-hmm. sign the consent form and everything. And I was like, that's absolutely fine. If possible, could it be done after midnight? Cause then she'll have her own birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, look, there are sicker people than you. Yeah. So absolutely. And yeah. I was like, geez, sicker Thanks. people than me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was special. um, and so the midwife was like, I'm going to have to remove your nail polish. And I was like. I only had a pedicure done 10 days ago. I'm about to have a premature baby and you want to remove nail polish from my feet. I said nothing happens to my feet during surgery. I work in an operating theatre. She's like, it's hospital policy as she tips the thing Mm. of acetone on my feet. And I said, I hope you realise. I was like, honestly, I was so rude to her. And then she's like, and we're going to have to shave you. And I was like, you do that. Like, I couldn't have cared by that point. I should have cared. Because I ain't doing a bit. Two days later, I was like, oh, wow, she hacked me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> also, to think that 12 hours prior, I was embarrassed to get a catheter in. Here I am letting this old bird just shave my fanny. Like- yeah. <laughs> I feel like people, you don't, you really don't realise how much you don't give a fuck when you go into labour. No. Like I really thought, and I've always been very like self-conscious yeah. and um, never want anyone to see me naked. Like that is the worst thing yeah. in the world to me. And then when you go into labour, like I remember Mick, because I said to Mick, just please make sure that I'm like dignified and whatever. <laughs> and I remember him saying, honey, would you like to put your bather top back on? I was like, fuck off, it's wet. <laughs> Like here I am, so just funny how you don't care. Oh, I know, and and you don't get it until right. you're in the moment, and you're like priorities. And Cam kept wanting to have a nap, and every oh. time he sort of lay down, I was like, "Can you just pack the stuff up because we won't be coming back to this room?" And I'm like, "Can you just?" And he's like, "Can I just have a rest?" And I was like, "Why? I don't get to." And like, 
the nurse said to me, did you want a temazepam? I said, what for? For you to wake me in 15 minutes to take my blood pressure? No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have, like, <laughs> in hindsight. I remember saying to Mick, like, if I would be watching One Born Every Minute and here's the dad on his phone oh, yeah. or, like, trying to sleep or something, I'd be like, don't you fucking do that. Don't you make me the woman that has to scream at you yeah. to focus, like, but he was he was good. He was only ever on his phone to like communicate with family. Yeah, it's he so wasn't f- playing games. Yeah. <laughs> that would have done my fucking head in. <laughs> it was very funny. Anyway, I went down to the theater, had the epidural, which I freaked out while I was getting. Told him I could only feel it on one side. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this anaesthetist eye rolled a million times at me. <laughs> and then I get wheeled in, and I'm in there, and they're like prepping. And I was like, "Does anyone got my husband yet?" Or poor Cammy being left in the like waiting area outside oh. like for ages. Oh. So they went and got him. And then the um, the surgeon's like, Are you ready for an after skin? And I was like, I can feel you prepping. I'm not ready. And the anaesthetist puts his head like ri- literally close to mine. And he says, you know that you'll be able to feel things, but you should not feel pain or any sensation you'll just feel things and they I was usually like, do a pinch test anyway don't they yeah though he was already cutting into me oh. and I, was like, <laughs> I was like okay Ugh. Ugh. and because i was nervous so bossy i was like chatty right chat, 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 oh chat, my god I was i'm like that fucking nervous and then i was like look i could see a clock all i could see was like my, the drape and a clock and i was like it's taking too long like a baby's out in 20 minutes in a c-section why isn't she out yet and why is everyone being quiet? And I kept saying, and he, the anaesthetist at one point said, if you don't stop talking, I'm going to sedate you. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, but it's too, it's been too long. I said to him, it's been too long. Look, just look over, look over. And he's like, I'm not looking over. And I was like, take a photo. And he's like, I'm not taking any photos. And I said to the anaesthetic tech, can you take some photos? She's like, I'm far too busy for that. I was like, fuck. Fuck off. And then As no, if she was busy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, busy reading a magazine. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, what is happening? And then you, so you imagine what stage of surgery they're at. Yeah, like, of course. And I was like, and I felt like they were digging up in my throat. Anyway. You're anyway. like, come on, you're, you got to be through the sheath. You, they're, yeah, that's clearly it, they're in the uterus. Come on. So he says, oh, she's just real sticky. Did you and hear I, the, oh, <laughs> I was going to say, did you hear, you know, when they, when they cut into the uterus and, and then, then all the lycor comes out? <laughs> did you hear all the suck? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, they That's pretty... how you know the baby's nearly out. I couldn't even <laughs> smell my own diaphragm, which was disappointing. <laughs> and the then... lycol um, smells bad enough. Yeah. Um, anyway, she comes out and they like shove her in my face and then take her, or they take her over to the trolley. Mm. And I could see the trolley from where I was. I could see she was pink, mm-hmm. but she was not making any noise. Mm-hmm. But I could see she was pink and no one was seemed to be flapped. Like everyone just no, was doing their No, quite often they job. don't do anything for a while, the Caesar ones, because they haven't yeah. had the expulsion from them. Yeah, the, that's right. Yeah. And so I said to Cam, get over there. She's your baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I'm like... No, fuck you're so much so like the me. Nurse was, and the, the nurse went and got him and said, come, come and cut the cord and stuff. And so... Yeah, he goes over and she just made one noise and it just sounded like a little baby cat meowing. Oh. And I was like, and everyone, the anesthetic tech wasn't busy then. She said, she's looking good. And I was like, thank you. Because I For was like. For taking five seconds I out of your magazine. I said to the anaesthetist, I don't feel great. 
And he's like, oh, dear, your blood, oh, blood pressure's a bit low. <laughs> he's like, hang on a second. Because like, I was like, I think I'm going to faint. Me, me, yeah, because my blood pressure dropped to like below 90. Hadn't uh, been below 180 systolic Jesus in like 24 Christ. hours. But anyway. Um, and Cam cut her cord, which was, I don't know if you've seen a photo of it. It was, it was so fat. Really? Her cord was, like she was teeny tiny. She was only three pounds. So you point oh my God. Two, three kilos or something. Three, two kilos. Um, she was like a little tiny skinned rabbit. She had no Bloody meat. Hell. She was just bone and skin. And they took her straight to the NICU mm. um, and Cam went with her. I said, mm-hmm. go with her. Don't leave her alone. Mm. They take me. They stitch me up, clean me In up. In case and we get someone else's baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't take your eyes off her. <laughs> and, um, and then they take me to recovery. And I feel very sorry for that recovery nurse because I was like, do you think my baby's okay? Will anyone tell me if my baby's not okay? Oh. Should I be expressing some milk? Isn't that what they're supposed to do? How many recovery bays do you have here? How many theatres have you got? Oh, dear God. How, what's your shift? Are you on call? Have you been called in for this? Oh. And she's like, I must <laughs> have just given questions. me some fentanyl because I woke up in the ICU. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Had no recovery of getting, like no recollection of getting there. But I did wake up in the ICU Why? to a nurse. Well, I was in the ICU for a few days afterwards because oh. my blood pressure was, I was really quite sick. Right. Like, very very sick blood pressure was high or low high i was dangerously sick like um the doctors had conversations with us about because they i was borderline for seizures and stuff which is why they started the magnesium so like they had conversations about whether um you should choose the baby or me and i was like you pick me yeah if i'm if something happens you choose me we can have another baby Mm. You can't get another wife, mm. so pick me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get another wife. But I made that very clear from quite early on. But I was like, yeah, besides all the babies, I was like severely Someone sick. asked me that question when I was pregnant. Like, have you and Mick talked about what would happen if he had to make a choice between the two of you? I was like, no. But why would you even talk about it unless you're put in a position to talk well, about it? Well, I know, that? but it was one of those things that um, this person had asked me, um, I think because... Uh, she herself couldn't have children uh-huh. and it was probably just that it was a personal thing I guess I don't mm. know but it was I was like 30 weeks I was, it was like the week mm. I finished work I must have been like 36 weeks or something it's a tough and I was like decision. fuck I've never even thought about it no. and then I felt like well now I have to talk about it with him because someone's brought it up with me mm. and I feel like I'm not gonna yeah anyway. yeah but it's yeah we'd sort of had to have that talk so yes yeah, so mm. I was in the ICU and I woke up to a nurse holding breast pumps on me oh fuck oh. and I was like she's like we need to get this colostrum oh. I was like oh that's fine I said I've got a bit of pain and so they gave me 15 milligrams of endo <gasps> just because I'm fat doesn't mean I take drugs <laughs> fuck me so <laughs> they narked I'd be me. dead so yeah well I was narked oh my like God. anyway it was great when I woke up I was like oh I can finally feel my feet because <laughs> when when I was in there getting the um spinal he said do you want a spinal or epidural and I said, I want a spinal because I need to be able to move mm. as soon as I wake up to go mm. see my baby. Like, oh, my baby's not going to be with me. Yeah. Like, um, and so Cam had rung, like, all, all the people. He rang my dad and who was ready to, like, get in the car at 4.30 in the morning, ready to get in the car to come see the baby. And, like, visiting hours aren't till mm. this afternoon. <laughs> You're going to have to wait. Um, and, yeah, I sort of was in and out of consciousness that morning. And then um, I'd got up. It was probably lunchtime or just after lunch, I think. I'll extract at the time. Um, and I wanted to have a shower, so Cam helped me in the shower. I don't know if he's ever been more grossed out by <laughs> the clots <laughs> dropping out of me. And like, but I just, yeah, and then I went down and saw 
Amelia, but I don't have any recollection of that visit. I have a picture of me like with my hand in the incubator touching it. Mm -hmm. All I remember is it being so hot and me just feeling so sick Mm. because I still had drugs running and I'm like, I look horrid in that picture. Um, And then it wasn't until, I don't know if it was the next day or the day after I got to have a hold of her and she was can you tell us how she got her name because i like this story and i feel like everyone (laughs) else will too so um we talked about lots of names um we actually had um a different name picked quite early in the piece and then we were when i was really sick and staying at my dad's house with pneumonia we were flicking through baby names and i was sleeping in the spare bed and cam was on the floor like so i couldn't go (laughs) home still and yeah he sort of said amelia and i was like oh I don't know about Amelia. It's too pretty. Like, <laughs> you know. And we always knew Joan was going to be her middle name because mm-hmm. Joan is um, like my grandma's name. Mm-hmm. And I wanted Joan as a first name, but it's a bit too old world and I didn't. You yeah. mean like Olive? <laughs> yeah, but Olive seems acceptable. I don't know if I had a Joan. Joan. Like, do we know anyone called Joan under yeah. 90? Yeah, there's know. a few names like that. So, um, yeah, so... Anyway, when she went down to – we sort of hadn't decided. I said we need to see her in person before we make the final decision mm-hmm. on her name. And so when Cam went with her to the nursery, the nurses said, does she have a name? He said, yeah, Amelia Joan. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, don't, don't wait for me. Like, <laughs> How did you feel when you found out that that was her name? Well, I actually didn't care. I, I think um, that I, I actually don't – I don't remember being upset by it. Were you partly proud that he could make a decision without you? Yeah, but I think he thought she needed to have a name straight away or it was going to be an issue. Baby of. Yeah, Yeah. so, and we'd sort of, we hadn't not, we had no other names. Yeah. So I guess. That was it. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, when she, she was in the NICU for four days and then she was in the special care nursery for a few weeks Mm -hmm. and we were told that and so she was absolutely fine she had did she progress well yeah so she had um she only had CPAP with air no oxygen Mm -hmm. was needed she just had that for I think only eight hours yeah and then she was able to breathe on her own she was she had a tube obviously Mm. um but she came off the monitors as in a feeding tube yeah yeah um she came off the monitors really early and she wanted a dummy straight away yeah, right. so normally the suck reflex doesn't kick in until 35 weeks mm. but she could they couldn't soothe her so well we had scans uh i can't remember how early it was but ollie was sucking on the placenta yeah like, and they you know that's pretty cool I the obstetrician came and saw me the day after i had her and he said that the obstetrician that did the c-section and he said that um if we had waited another 12 hours, she would have been dead. Oh, God. My placenta only weighed 350 grams and it was the worst placenta he's seen in a very long time. He said, I don't know how your baby was still alive. Oh, my God. So we pushed it no to one the absolute it. limit. So yeah. Um, and right. she was fine. So she just had we just had to feed her up and get her nice and fat. And thank goodness that um, – the hospital had a milk bank, so mm. she got donated breast milk for the whole time. That is so cool. Um, they add like fatty lipids and stuff to it, increased really? calories. Yeah, it's really cool wow. how they do it. She passed all the tests. Um, she did have some jaundice, so she was under the lights a couple of times at night, but I mm-hmm. never saw her. Under yeah. I only ever saw her like during the day, really. Mm. Um, and then we got to take her home when she was just over three weeks. She wasn't even two kilos, but I think they needed the beds and she was doing really well. Yeah. 
how did like when you look back at your experience how do you feel about it um I was very traumatized by the whole thing I think Mm. I took a very medical approach to it so the Mm -hmm. first time I cried after I had her was the night I had to go home by myself without her yeah um, well, that would have been which awful. was like 10, 10 days. I was in hospital for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I sat on the bed and just cried and cried. And I remember the, the nurses in the special care nursery just said, every time you cry, pump. Look at a photo of her and pump. <laughs> and I, but I had no milk. I yeah. would pump for hours for like 30 mils. Yeah. Um, I literally was attached to the pump all the time. Mm, I fucking hate pumping. Yeah. I don't know how. Like we, I literally just bought like the best pump you can yeah. buy because I fucking hate it so much and it takes like no time now yeah but I just it's like to me I feel like it's like the most inefficient use of time but it is efficient I yeah know, like it is you know like yeah I don't know I just I just hate it yeah I I mean I pumped and pumped and pumped and pumped and pumped and pumped and, pumped and had no milk um, mm. and then I was breastfeeding her and she lost heaps of weight and you know, they talked about putting her back in hospital and I said, mm. no. Nah. And then my mother-in-law just bought me a tin of formula because no one ever told me to give them formula. Said what? breastfeed more. Ugh. And I was like, anyway. So yeah, when they she really do push home, the breastfeeding she was, thing. Yeah, she was, she was good. And we just, you know, she's eight and a half now and you'd never know she was preemie and really she did fine. And, and I never had another baby. <laughs> and was that a... Because of that? So I was never, I never sure I wanted to have kids anyway, but Cam really did. And so we compromised. And then when I was on the table, as I were taking her out, I just looked at him and I said, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. And I think it was fear. I don't fear. blame you. Both of you nearly died. Yeah. It was definitely fear. And now I don't know if I could have more than one kid anyway. I was such a. I think having one suits your lifestyle, I suppose, doesn't it? And I'm not maternal enough to want more. Mm, I I, sometimes it. I think oh, I feel sorry for her that it's just her mm-hmm. um, but then I think it doesn't matter I've got seven siblings and or five siblings and you live across two. the country from them <laughs> I know and I'm not close to all, all of them, of them. Mm. Um, and I and she's got a lot of cousins isn't she well yeah not that we can see them no though, yeah you're right and I think she'll just have lots of friends we'll just fill mm. her life with mm. um, people that choose to be her but I didn't have a – I don't believe it was a terrible experience. I just – it was difficult and hard and very medically heavy. Mm. And, it, you know, I would love to have – and I would have loved to have had another birth. So that's why I love hearing people's birth stories that are, like, beautiful and perfect and because it – and I don't feel jealousy. I just feel grateful that they that – like, like you got to have what you wanted mm. – and um, listening to yours makes me just feel so lucky. Like in the I, moment, though, I honestly wasn't. I didn't feel like I had been triggered by it, but it wasn't until maybe she was two or three that mm. I thought, "Gee, that oh, was a this lot." This is a lot, and I think the support. Like my dad was there every single day. He went. He came to the hospital every day, even when I told him, "Please don't. It's okay. You don't need to come today." He came every day. Like he, That's he was so, so nice. funny. He wouldn't hold her because he was so scared. And then mm. I was like. I was holding her one day and I was like, I gotta pee, I gotta pee, I gotta pee, I gotta pee. Like, <laughs> I can't put her in the incubator until the nurses come back. Mm. And so I was like, sit down quick and I'll give it to you and you, I'll tell the nurse on the way to the toilet. And so he sat down and I gave him Amelia and then I sat back down. And he's like, and I was like, huh, just hold her. Uh. <laughs> and I've got that photo, is still my favorite photo of this Aww. day because he loves her probably more than he loves me. And I know he loves me a lot. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I just think that. 
I think I was very blessed that I had people around me that mm. fully supported me and, mm-hmm. and helped all the way. And we had a big party for her first birthday in the park and yeah. to just thank everybody for being there because it was a hard year and mm. like it was having a baby's not easy even when it is. I was going to say uh, like I, I it gives me so much perspective and I do think that like even coming home with a newborn after a normal vaginal birth with no complication like yeah. real, other than my hemorrhage but and like a small tear big deal like coming home with a new baby learning to breastfeed trying to heal from the yeah. labor and delivery and the pregnancy yeah. like and then imagine if you had okay a prem baby plus birth trauma plus not yeah. being able to breastfeed like there's so many levels of that and you have major abdominal surgery no one talks exactly. about that the day after or two days after when i got back to the ward so three days after I had to get from the ward to this to the NICU. No one was available. No one was coming to see me that day till the afternoon. And I was like, I have to go see my baby. So I, I tried to walk there. By the time I got there, I was that sick. They had to call a porter to take me back. The nurse was like, I said, could you just check my blood pressure? She's like, no, mate. We just look after babies here. Mm. She's like, you you need to go back to the ward. And all because I tried to walk myself there. And you just forget that you actually have massive surgery. Don't you think that it's interesting that when women have – major abdominal surgery two days later are expected to go home and be a full-time carer yeah. and you're not allowed to drive no you're not allowed to drive or lift heavy things they can't lift anything you- heavier than your baby <laughs> like how the fuck <laughs> sorry do you know michael keeps saying things to me like this is why men don't have babies yeah, exactly. because they would not cope and yeah. the human race would die out <laughs> and he'll he'll just say things like geez the punches just keep coming with you lot doesn't yeah. it like when i get my period ollie won't feed from me yeah and he's like fuck it's just punishment after yeah. punishment with you women isn't it like he you, feels so sorry and then for become me perimenopausal <laughs> and they say oh that increase in bleeding is normal I'm like oh my god i'm done with god, this uterus fucking hysterectomy. what the fuck is happening like Oh Bloody my hell, god! I know crazy. it is. It's cruel, Being really, a woman isn't is it? Like, yeah, yeah, but, but the it's population awesome. only survives because of damn us. straight. And I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm part of something else. I feel yeah. like my life has more purpose now. Yeah. Which weirdly, I don't know why. I think yeah. it's just I don't know. After you have a baby, it's kind of how you feel. And I can see, like, I've got friends that absolutely do not want children. Yeah, and I can see how their lives are just as fulfilling. Oh, absolutely. As having, I mean, I don't feel like You're Amelia just, fulfills my life. Mm. I feel like she's a great part of my life. Yeah. But just like my husband's a great part of my life. Mm-hmm. They make that part of my life, but they don't make my life. I'm not, I don't live to be a mother. Yeah. And I don't actually consider myself a mother first. Yeah. Um, nor do I consider myself a wife first. Yeah. I think just being a mum's great. Yeah. I'm just never going to do it again. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, that makes one of us. I'm yeah. not. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I was gonna, oh my god! <laughs> Thank you so much, Kelly, for sharing that story with me and with our listeners. I know lots of people are really interested in how, because I know during my birth story, you were like, "Oh, this happened to me," and I think it sparked people going, "We want to hear what yeah. happened with Kelly." <laughs> I don't know if it, well, some of our listeners do know Amelia, but for those of you who don't, you would never know. Actually, you probably would know that she traumatized this woman on the way into the world. Oh my God. I've never, I've never met a kid who can just talk so well. Like even when she was so little, she would just talk into, and I was like, oh my God, this is why Kelly is the way that she is. Remember that time she was showing you her um, new, uh, dolls and they came with accessories, accessories and you were like blown away that she knew the word accessories at like three and a half <laughs> yes. I was blown away that she knew the way to my house oh yeah like, every time I drive past she's like that's Alicia's old house 
like, yeah, crazy. She knows where. We could go anywhere and she would know where we were going just by the notes we took. Yeah, so cool. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the socials at Two Humorous Nurses Podcast. When we say socials, we really just mean Instagram. Instagram, yeah. <laughs> we just do it the sound. I don't know. Thank you. Um, send us your stories and suggestions to the Humorous Nurses email, humorousnurses at gmail.com. It's humorous like the bone. H-U-M-E-R-U-S. Bye. Bye.